What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Brothers Gaming Podcast. This is episode 53, and I'm here with Rylan. Yeah, yeah. Finally starting to move up through the 50s and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, 53. Moving up. Yeah. Oh, Rylan's got a new setup. Yeah, I'm, I'm using my Mac right now in my home, so. Yeah, yeah, and able to record while traveling. Nice. Anywhere. Yeah. Now I can record my dad's and whatnot. Yeah, so everywhere. Now. That'd be good. So they don't have my big old PC. Right, you don't have to lug it around. Two monitors and everything. Yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and jump into it. Um, so there's been people since the Insomniac leak, there's been people working on a Spider-Man 2 unofficial PC port, and we have more information on that. That's pretty cool. It is. You know, Spider-Man 2 and everything, so... It says here, the development of the Marvel Spider-Man 2 unofficial PC port is proceeding quickly and major strides have been made in the past few days, which is pretty cool. It says here, reported on X, also known as Twitter, by PC Focus, the official PC port is looking more and more like an actual game as the textures are being applied quickly and the main menu looks almost ready as it is only missing shader effects like like reflections gameplay is also looking fine although it is clear there is still plenty of work left to be done it says here at the rate of things are going the development of the unofficial marvel Spider-Man 2 pc board is going to be completed going to be complete way before work on the official one is according to the last month leak development of the pc port should end this fiscal year though it could be released after april is what it says here. although likely it will be released towards the end of the year so yeah uh, so I thought pretty, this was, cool. yeah, it was really cool because we're going to wait, what, probably at least two years before we get an official PC port from Sony. Yeah. And uh, since the Insomniac leak, they were able, people were able to get Spider-Man 2's code, so therefore they can make their own PC port if they want, and so they're developing that, so 
maybe we'll get Spider-Man 2 before the two years from other people. So yeah, maybe. hopefully, yeah. you know, I'll play it. I mean, I don't, why not? And then just buy the other one when it comes out. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And it'd be really fun to be able to play it early. Yeah, it really would. I would like to be able to play it early and everything like that. So Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and go on to the next topic. So we've talked a lot about gaming Windows handhelds on here. And there's another yeah. one announced here. The MSI Claw <laughs> handheld has been announced. I've noticed they've been making a whole bunch of like different handhelds recently. Like, you know, you have your just in the past few months, uh, like, yeah, like the Lenovo Legion stuff like that. Steam Deck also, like all those they've made like in the past year. Yeah. I mean, we've covered three or four since June when we started a podcast in June. Yeah. It's kind of cool, like seeing all the handhelds take off and everything like how popular they're getting in such a short period of time it is but i got here after a tease on instagram last week msi has officially announced claw a portable gaming pc looking to join a growing market that includes the steam deck and many others as part of its ces 2024 announcements msi shared more information then just the name and images of the claw the in- intel meteor lake processor powers the new handheld gaming pc which is an interesting choice given aside of the Evanio other handheld gaming pcs on the market like the aforementioned steam deck rogue ally and the lenovo legion go all use adm cpus in its devices Another interesting thing to note is MSI Claw features a 7-inch FHD IPS display with a 120Hz refresh rate, making it the same length as the Asus Rogue Ally display. Unironically, the Claw looks similar to the Asus Rogue Ally, with a few differences aside from the obvious Difference in variant color, most notably the MS, I claws, A, B, X, and Y buttons are blue. So, have you seen a picture of this thing? Uh, no, not really. It looks. I mean, it looks like a black ROG ally. Like no joke, it's the. It looks the exact same, <laughs> just black instead of white. Yeah. So it's just the same thing, just black. And like the buttons actually pretty much, but it has an Intel uh, graphics card and uh, CPU instead of AMD. Wow. (laughs) Which I mean, I wonder why they chose to do like Intel and crap. I don't know. I guess we'll see how it plays out. But I mean, people are obviously guessing that it's not going to perform as well with it being Intel. So, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure it'll do fine. Uh, it'll you know. be, you know, it'll be good enough. You know, you can play games on it. It's not like it's not going to play games or nothing, but people, yeah. Intel's mobile chips haven't been as powerful as AMD's Ryzen. Yeah, I mean, AMD's, they have... Well, it's the AMD Ryzen Extreme Z1. Yeah. Or Z1 Extreme in this one. 
yeah, you pretty much went over everything. I'll just recap here. MSI Claw handheld announced. MSI announcing the Claw, its first handheld gaming PC that will retail for $699 US dollars. Aside from the fact that MSI will soon enter a market that was mainstream nearly two years ago with the release of Valve Steam Deck, MSI Claw is also a noteworthy device as it is the first market to use Intel as both its CPU and GPU. MSI Claw will launch in the second half of 2024. The Claw A1M console is powered by Intel's latest Core Ultra 155H Meteor Lake. The processor is paired with 16 gigabytes of dual channel LPDDR5 640, 6400 memory and an SSD and an M.2 2230 form factor. Yeah, so uh, yeah. our Rogue Ally also has 16 gigabytes of yeah. RAM. So it's just the Rogue Ally, but black. That's all, like, all much. it is. Like when this thing was first leaked, people were saying this, it was going to have an option of 32 gigabytes of RAM. Which would yep. potentially put it over the top of ROG Ally, but now it's saying that there's not going to be a 32 gigabyte option. It's just 16 gigabytes, which could put it around the same or lower than the ROG Ally without having that Intel CPU and GPU. That's it's pretty cool that you know they're just. Oh, I like seeing all these new. It, it's just, it's good to see all the competitiveness <laughs> because it's going to make all the other yeah. ones better. Like eventually, they're going to get the ROG Ally too. Hopefully, we can get up to 32 gig, gigabytes of RAM in that thing. That would be yeah, awesome. I feel I, like soon, I'd say in the next year or two, there will be one with 32 gigabytes of RAM. I hope so. Because, uh, I mean, I, I would trade in this ROG Ally for an upgraded ROG Ally with 32 gigabytes of RAM. Yeah. So, hopefully, we, we can get that in the near future. I'd say within the next year, year and a half, we'll probably see at least one device with 32 gigabytes of RAM. Yeah, that would be awesome. Really. Yep. All right, uh, we'll move on. Nintendo Selects are reportedly coming to Nintendo Switch. Okay, I just have a few games or whatnot to say here. Uh, Paper Mario, The Origami King, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, 2019. Pikmin 3. Uh, Metroid Dread, Kirby Star Allies, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, New Super Mario Bros., U Deluxe, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Fire Emblem Engage, Yoshi's Crafted World, Wario's Where Get It Together, Nintendo Switch Sports, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Splatoon 2, Super Mario Maker 2, and Mario Strikers Battle League. Yeah, so uh, that's all the games you read. Those are the ones that are potentially being delisted. So that's where yeah. people are trying are saying that they may be getting Nintendo Select. So what it says here on mine, uh, it says call it for call it in. in I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna say it. Okay. Preparation for what's next. Nintendo has a habit of stopping printing of their first party titles towards the end of the console's life cycle. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, though, the games in question don't go away entirely. The first edition of a game becomes more difficult to track down over time. 
In its place, Nintendo reprints the game with a new label, typically a specific banner signifying being part of a specific selection of games. On the Wii family of consoles, including Wii U, these titles were known as Nintendo Selects. On the GameCube, they were known as Player's Choice. Yeah. It says the difference on the box between the original print and the new print was a gold Nintendo seal with the red background versus the normal blue banner for the Wii U or the white banner for the Wii. The early indicators seem to be pointing in that direction. Such a decision to sundown a console. We even see that echoed in Nintendo's competitors. Switch has a multitude of strong first-party titles that have sold well, and reprinting them could potentially grab the attention of avid collectors, increasing their sales all over again. However, this could also increase the rarity of certain harder-to-find physical editions, such as Astral Chain or Bayonetta 2, if reprints under a new banner are issued. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters, to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance, War, and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly and the meta is always evolving. Along with campaigns, blitz, and arena, there's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff for signing up via a unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses, if you complete each event, you receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. And uh, the 3DS also had Nintendo Selects. I have a couple. Nintendo Selects, yeah. I think uh, my Wii Twilight Princess is actually a Nintendo Select. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think might actually be the only Nintendo Select that I have. I have a couple Player's Choice GameCube games. Like I think my Metroid Prime is Player's Choice. So and usually they're cheaper. So like uh, I believe on the Wii, Nintendo Selects were nineteen ninety nine, so twenty dollars in the U.S. So they're usually cheaper. So they're around like It'd be probably thirty to forty dollars now. With the razor, or anything still a good. Yeah. I mean, better than sixty. True, it's way better than sixty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, crab games now are seventy 
dollars. Yeah, for next gen like the they are, newer, and like, like tiers of kingdoms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's seventy dollars. I hate that they're raising prices. It's just I mean, a... sixty is fine, but then they're just they're gonna raise them even more. They are. I mean, it costs more to Almost. make the games and get the chips and everything, and. As long as they keep making everything more realistic, the price of the games are going to keep going up. Eventually, we're going to get to where a game's one hundred fifty dollars. I know it's, it's going to be, be ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> There's no way emulation's <laughs> going to skyrocket. Then downloading ROMs and stuff. Yeah. Nobody's going to pay one hundred fifty dollars for a game. I know people are going to be like, "Screw that crap! I ain't paying one hundred fifty for a game." No, I mean you already got to pay how much for the console or the PC. Five hundred dollars yeah, for a next gen console. Have you seen the latest Call of Duty? Yeah, it's like a hundred and fifty dollars. Screw that and hand the emulation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll go on to the next topic. There has been an Xbox developer direct <clears throat> set. Okay. I hear Microsoft has announced a new Xbox developer direct showcase. Set for Thursday, January 18th at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 8 p.m. in the UK, says here. In a post on the Xbox Wire, Microsoft said fans will get an inside look at a section of highly anticipated games coming to Xbox Series X and S, PC, and Game Pass. Shortly after, ZeniMax Online Studios will host the Elder Scrolls Online 2024 Global Review at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and 9 p.m. in the UK. It says here, uh, to preview 2024's biggest update, presented by the game creators themselves, Developer Direct offers an in-depth look at upcoming titles and how they're being created and who's creating them. Microsoft said before name-checking game machines for a first look at its Indiana Jones game. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. An Indiana Jones game. That'd be pretty interesting. I wonder how that would play out. Maybe what like it, a Tomb Raider it, game. It's kind of going to be like, yeah, either Tomb Raider, kind of how like a ju the Just, uh, not the Justice, what are they called? The Uncharted games. Oh, yeah. Kind of be yeah. like that, too, because you're like a treasure hunter in those games, too. Yeah, those are good games, too. Yeah, they really are. Also got here, we'll, we'll also head to Obsidian to see more of Avowed as well as Oxide games for Ari History Untold and and Ninja Theory for uh, Tinua's Sega. Uh, Hellblade 2, Microsoft made a point of saying the Direct will not have an will not have updates on games for the recently acquired Activision Blizzard. More of those later this year. The updates are probably going to be, you know, how we were talking about since Microsoft recently just acquired Activision and all that. Right. Like, since they're not they're not going to be making any games or not. Because they're going to start doing that year cycle, like the three-year cycle or whatever. For, yeah. Again. For, well, for Call of Duty, hopefully they do that. Done. Yeah. yeah uh, so you guys can look forward to an Xbox <clears throat> developer direct. 
like Rylan said, it will be on Thursday, January 18th at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. UK time. And after that, there will be the Elder Scrolls Online 2024 Global Reveal at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 9 p.m. UK time. And like Ryan yes. said at the end of that, they're saying no Activision Blizzard games, but that kind of takes us to our next topic. They're saying no Activision Blizzard games whatsoever. But do you think they'll at least mention Activision Blizzard in this direct? Or they'll just completely act like they didn't like bomb? Because <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely going to mention something about it. I don't know. It could be just like how it might not be a new game or whatnot, but they're going to definitely mention something about them, like how they recently acquired it and everything. Maybe they'll say something about like maybe some Call of Duties, like the older COD and something coming back to, as I said, Game Pass or whatnot, or something like that. Maybe. Who knows? But I definitely think they're going to say something about it. Yeah, I think um, if they don't say anything about games or anything at all, I think they will at least maybe mention an Activision Blizzard Direct or some kind of event for just Activision Blizzard games later this year. Something we can look forward to. Hopefully. Hopefully they will say something in the next few months about bringing Call of Duties to Game Pass. The older Call of Duties. Yeah. Black Ops 2, Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 3. I, was, I, can't, I can't wait for that to happen. Though, be awesome. You know? Be amazing. And then you won't have to buy copies online anymore. You can just... Right, you can just get Game Pass and... Get them that way. Yeah. All right, guys. That's all the topics we got. Uh, shout out to Summer in the chat. She's hanging out with us while she's working. So appreciate you chatting with us. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials. You can always watch us live on Kick and YouTube. And follow us on all of our personal socials, YouTube, Twitch, Kick. Um, join our Discord, come hang out, chat. Once we get 30 members, we'll have movie night. So make sure to invite all your friends and everybody. Um, buy our merch on Redbubble and Printify. We have an Instagram, Twitter. Rylan made a TikTok last night. We're going to post all of our YouTube shorts on there. So you can watch either on YouTube shorts or TikTok. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. Just more, you know, get more of a reach out to everybody to get our name yeah. out there. Um, yeah. So after tonight, I'm we're going to record like a introduction short, and then post that to TikTok, and then post all of our other shorts to TikTok. Yeah. From there. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, anything else, Ryan? Uh, no. But we are almost at a hundred thousand total downloads. We are. We're like ninety-eight thousand. Sure the last time I'll. Yeah, we're at like 98,000 right now. So in the next two days, we're going to be at $100,000. That's a big accomplishment for it us. It is. It uh, really is. Thank you guys so much for that. Deeply appreciate it. You know, we're only seven months into this podcast, and it's just amazing how far we've grown in those seven months. So thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. And that's all I'll say. All right. We're going to record another episode after this. So if you're watching live, you can uh, just wait for the notification, click on it, and we'll be back. So uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.